Well, hello everybody, and welcome to our Real Housewives of Atlanta Bravo Blogs, read to you by John, and kind of sort of me, Eric, in this intro from yourrealityrecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically what we're doing is recapping the week in Atlanta and reading you the Bravo Blogs that the ladies write each week over on Bravo's website. Because I don't like to read, I like to be read to. So we figured you would too. Now, if you guys want to help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you want to see all of our podcasts in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And if you're listening to this on our website, make sure you guys comment below. We love to interact with you, hear what you guys think, and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less of. And hey, since you're here anyway, tis the season to do your holiday shopping on Amazon. Just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website. It brings you right to Amazon. You guys don't pay any more, and they give us a little bit back. It's another great way to help support our shows. And look, we know you guys are like, how do we interact with you right now? Well, it's easy. Over on Twitter, just follow us at Reality Recaps for me, Eric, and at Comedy Jonah for John, because we love interacting with you guys during the shows. We're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback, and then I'm being really sarcastic, and John is like, I love this part. But you guys know the deal. And look, you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast. So get to our Twitter, get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. But we need to get to what you guys are really here to hear about, and that's what's going down in Atlanta this week. So take it away, John. Thanks so much, Eric, for that fabulous introduction. Hey, everyone, John Richardson here. So excited to talk about Season 7 of Atlanta. Oh my gosh. First, I have to make a comment. You know, I'm shocked. I run into lots of people, mostly ladies. And when I mention the housewives, Atlanta's the one they like the least. And I don't understand why. I think it's just getting better and better. I don't get it. I love the ladies of Atlanta. I'm so excited that they're back on. And I can't wait to talk to you guys all season long and read their blogs and make comments. And you can tweet me at Comedy Jonah on Twitter and let me know what you think of our podcast or what you would like me to talk about more or what maybe you'd just like me to shut up. It doesn't matter. It's going on with or without your approval. Just teasing. Anyways, I'm on the bravotv.com website and I'm looking at the ladies' blogs. And the first one, let's talk about Kenya. Kenya's uh, title of her blog is This is My Season of Redemption. Kenya Moore shares her thoughts on last season's reunion and how this season will be different. Uh, first of all, we all remember last season when Baby Velvet died. I get it. I get it. I, I had a cat for 20 years, like half my life. I, I, I totally get it. But it's been a year. Okay, come on. Kenya, work with me, girl. 
All right. November 10th is the one year anniversary of my precious baby Velvet's passing. I still think of her every day and I've not been able to watch any episodes to that point. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not good, Kenya. Take your medicine. It was a very difficult time for me. I'm a strong person and I've dealt with unspeakable things in my life. But I have never lost anything so close to me. Yes, she was a pet. But she was my baby. She was my family. I get it. My Josetta was my family too. But uh, again, life goes on. I still mourn her loss and I appreciate all the kind condolences she received. Good for you guys sending her condolences. I think I even did too. I can't remember. It was a year ago. I can't remember what it did yesterday. All right. Next part of her blog is Detroit versus everyone else. Watching the premiere episode reminded me of how tough I had to be. For the last two seasons, I felt that it has been me against everyone else. I have been taking on every single housewife and their husband in some cases all at one time. Regardless of how anyone feels about me, there is a hard line between right and wrong. One should never condone violence. Any physical attack should never be a response to a verbal one. Uh, I agree, but if I had a megaphone inches from my face, um, I don't know. I'm on the fence with that one. Let me know how you are when you tweet me at Comedy Jonah. Hearing everyone say that they will never apologize for a criminal act is disheartening. Even if one felt justified or provoked, it comes down to a choice to walk away or to succumb to anger and attack. Hmm. True. It's got a point. Don't like saying it. It's got a point. The reunion was... Um, contemptuous, and many of us became gladflies, myself included. Now, I've never heard of gladflies or gladfly, and I looked it up, and it's a fly who bites livestock. Hmm, now we're learning. I've never played a victim, and I give better than I get. With that said, I will continue to take my coups from Martin Luther King and Horsia Williams, I must pronounce that completely bad, um, the late grandfather of Portia Williams, who at times protested with him, protested with him, all <laughs> who were oftentimes spat on, kicked, beaten, hosed, and tormented, yet they vowed to never be, but they vowed to never resort to violence and raise their hands to others. Uh... I wouldn't put what you did in the same sentence as Martin Luther King or Portia's grandfather's um, uh, grandfather. Okay, that's a little much. All right, ignorance is, is a handicap. And as much as I respect and like candy, ignorance is not a handicap. I am from Detroit and often fashion myself to be a, a Detroit Barbie. I am crafty in my with my hands, and yeah, I bet you are, and I'm trained a trained fighter to defend myself. Mm, I would like to see that at the reunion. With that said, um, 
from the hood doesn't mean you have to get ghetto or ignorant. It's hypocritical to say that it's 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 hypocritical to say you do not condone violence, but there simply is no but. Let's not spin let's not send a message to all the young girls and women to think it's cool to be ratchet or take violent actions that land them in jail. All right. It's going way, way overboard. Again, we expect it from Kenya because that's what she does. She creates it and then she's the victim. All right. Next part, I promise to Detroit children. I saw a t-shirt that said Detroit versus everyone else. During the last reunion, Nini promised to make a $20,000 charitable donation to clarify a donation to the charity of my choice. When I wrote the check, I chose the Detroit Public School Foundation because education leads to success. Detroit is bankrupt and the and with all of the and all of the befall poor students should not exist. One significant way to instill confidence, self-esteem, self-worth, and your future is through a solid education foundation. Or just through a solid education. I was poor and attended the best um, magnet schools in Detroit because I was smart. The city of Detroit is bankrupt. Therefore, the schools are not being properly funded. Despite our differences, Nini made a promise to donate $20,000 if I made my donation. Certified funds from my personal bank account were donated to, to honor this great cause. <coughs> and the D, DPSF has received my $20,000. I beg Nini to be a woman of her word and send in her donation. Uh, Nini has donated. Okay, that's not the issue. The issue was you donating, Kenya. Again, trying to turn it around a little bit. However, donation is a great cause and you should donate too if you've got a little to spare at the DetroitPSFoundation.org. All right, let's finish up Kenya's blog with Love Me or Hate Me. Mm -hmm. This season is my season of redemption. Whether you love me or whether you love me or you hate me, love is an operable word. <laughs> Life is about evolution. My heart is open to forgiveness, new friendships, compassion, and evolution. Are you? XO, twirl queen. Uh, always open to evolution, but I'm not seeing any evolution. I'm seeing the same Kenya stirring stuff up. Uh, not really taking responsibility and overdoing the victim role. Uh, oh my goodness. All right. Let's see what Phaedra has to say. With her blog, it was apparent the marriage is over. Phaedra Parch opens up about her tumultuous situation with her husband, Apollo. Now, her blog is more like an interview. Now that I'm looking at it and I'm sitting here in my studio talking to you guys. So it says, Bravo TV asks, what have you been up to since the last season? Phaedra replies, I received my mortuary science degree this summer after attending the school full-time for two years. I've also been on a national book tour to promote my paperback release of Secrets of a Southern Belle. You go, girl. 
which has given me the opportunity to meet supporters across the country whose love and support has meant so much and is so much appreciated. And of course, I have been spending lots of time with Aiden and Dylan. Being a mother is always my first priority and a true labor of love. Bravo TV. How difficult has it has it dealing with Apollo's legal situation? Phaedra, words cannot express the turmoil this situation has caused our family. I can't even begin to articulate how hard it's been. When you face a situation like this, you can choose to either break down or stay strong. I choose to stay strong because my two young children that need a parent to give them stability and keep the ship sailing. I've been criticized for not being at Apollo's hearing, but the truth is I had been there for him in so many ways for such a long time. By the time all this went down, it was apparent that the marriage was over and my focus needed to be exclusively on the well-being of my children. I don't think there's a parent out there that wouldn't agree. You go, girl. I love me some Phaedra, okay? All right, Bravo TV. Did your fellow did your fellow housewives reach out to you during this tumultuous time? Nini and Porsche have been extremely supportive of me and my very um tentative and have been very supportive of me and very attentive throughout this entire ordeal. And for that, I'm extremely grateful. Unfortunately, the others decided to use their personal crisis as an opportunity to further their own interests and talk to the media to get press for themselves. The lack of compassion was at times shocking. Really, isn't that why you're on a reality show? <laughs> to get some press time, to get some air time. Malau. It's hard to criticize someone. All right. Bravo TV. Were you surprised when Apollo said he wanted a divorce? Phaedra. I have been on such an emotional roller coaster that there really isn't anything that would be that would have surprised me. After a while, you reach a point where you are just numb and nothing phases you anymore. And again, at that point, my attention was exclusively on my children's needs and nothing to do and, and nothing I could do to minimize the impact of his of of this on their lives. My children's health and their happiness will always be center stage. Phaedra, Phaedra, Phaedra. My goodness. I just don't understand how you didn't have any clue. You got to talk in relationships. It's important. Communication. All of it. All right. Let's see what Candy has been up to. Candy's blog, as well as Phaedra's, is structured more like an interview. I've never seen this before. Her blog is I Always Be Honest with Phaedra. Candy Burris explains the difficulty of being caught in the middle of Phaedra and Apollo's issues. Bravo TV. What have you been up to since the last season and the wedding? Candy. Just getting used to being a wife and learning how to live life as a blended family. 
On the business side, I've been writing new music, revamping my Candy Coated Night show, as well as developing some other online shows. If you need another one, let us know at yourrealityrecaps.com. Expanding my bedroom candy brand and also maintaining my tag boutiques. Bravo. Were you nervous at all of having um, Kayla come live with you and Todd, Kayla being Todd's daughter? Yes, Candy says. I was a little because Kayla's 18 and I want to build a good relationship with her. I never wanted her to feel like I'd be the wicked stepmom. I'm scared to put too many rules on her in fear of her feeling like I'm being too harsh. But there still have to be some rules. Hello. I'd like to see some from your daughter. Oh my goodness. Bravo TV. Was it difficult meshing your parenting styles with Todd's? Candy, yes. Todd is a lot sterner than I am, which we saw on the first premiere episode of season seven than she is. He feels like I'm not stern enough. We are still trying to find our happy medium. Still? Really? It's been months now, okay, since that scene was shot. Bravo TV, how tough was it dealing with Apollo's legal situation while being friends with both Apollo and Phaedra? Candy, it's very hard. Phaedra's always assuming I'm siding with Apollo, which isn't true. Todd and Apollo became pretty good friends, so I would say he takes Apollo's side a lot. Todd and I have, a, have serious debates over the issues, which we saw again on the premiere episodes. Sometimes I get to the point where I'm like, listen, Todd, listen, Todd. We shouldn't be arguing about their problems. It's crazy, really. At the end of the day, Phaedra's my girl. I'm always going to be honest with her about what I think. Sometimes we have a difference of opinion, which friends should. As you guys know, Eric and I have them all the time, even on Twitter. But it's not because we're taking anyone's side against her. Never that. Never that. <laughs> it's always sucks when two people that you really like are going through something as crazy as this. I've always heard that when a married couple goes through a divorce, the people close to them end up going through the divorce with them. True, 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 Candy. I never understood what that meant before, but now I do. Candy, candy, candy. Very interesting. I want to learn new things. I want explanations, people. Come on. I'm learning I'm, I'm learning stuff from both of them from the first episode. I already saw it. I want to learn more on the blogs. Don't you? All right, Cynthia. Oh, she has written her blog. Yay, Cynthia. And the title of her blog is Cynthia on her friendship with Kenya. Cynthia Bailey explains how the reunion brought her and Kenya together huh welcome back to season seven of real housewives of atlanta cynthia writes through god's merciful grace i am humbled blessed and highly favored i am happy healthy and living life to the fullest thank you to all my fans and my friends and my family for your continued love and support you guys have no idea how much I appreciate your loyalty and your encouragement. 
hmm, is she running? Is she going for the next season of Game of Crowns? It sounded kind of pageanty to me. All right, what have you been up to since last season? I have been very busy with my staff running my school, the Bailey Agency School of Fashion. It's been open for four years now. It has been four years, really. Ugh. And now it's doing and and is doing extremely well. I am so proud to have created a platform that is motivational, educational, and spirit and inspirational for empowering our youth. As you saw in episode one, I was preparing my 2013 Cynthia Bailey model search winner, Chelsea Lee, for New York Fashion Week. She's a beautiful, smart, determined, and has a lot of potential. As her mother, agent, and mentor, I support all her efforts. And you are gorgeous, Chelsea or Chelsea. All right. I'm also extremely proud of my 2012 model search winner, Nisa Pouncey who signed with uh, Request Models in New York City. She has walked in New York Fashion Week for the past two years, graced the cover of Jones Magazine, and recently booked Teen Vogue in Paris. Her career is really taking off. It is an amazing feeling to give back for helping kids realize their dreams. Awesome. I want to see her on America's Next Top Model. Let's get Tyra on the phone. <laughs> and on one more personal note, she says, in between working, I have been spending as much time with my family as possible. Peter and I have been married for four years now. It's been four years now since the wedding at the museum. Huh? Oh, it's flying by. Although we went through, although we went through some transitional issues with bar one and industry studios, as a husband and wife, we are in a great place. Bar One Atlanta is moving to a new, bigger, and better location on historical Auburn Avenue. The Bailey Agency is back in its original location, which I still had when we moved to Industry Studios. The Bar One Charlotte, which I uh, love Charlotte, by the way, has been successfully open for about five months now. Nice. We are in the process of launching our Peter's Brew Coffee line and opening our Peter's Brew Coffee Shop. Really? Jamaican rum flavored. I'm looking at the picture. If you're on bravotv.com, looking at Cynthia's blog, following along with me. My daughter, Nicole, recently celebrated her 15th birthday and is in the 10th grade. Raising a teenage certainly becomes with a, a ton of challenges. However, my main focus with my daughter is to teach her the importance of God, education, love, hard work, and self-respect. She is smart, kind, beautiful inside and out. She is and will always be my proudest accomplishment. As for me, I'm always working on myself. I feel like I'm going through a rebirth. My, I am pri prioritizing everything and everyone in my life that is important to me. After battling my health issue with fibroids, I found the choice to try to eliminate as much stress from my life as possible, which you should do anyway, whether you have it or not, whether you're sick or not. I put my mental and physical health first, which you should. I now truly understand the balance of work, love, happiness, and family. I'm a work in progress. Oh, you and Vicki Gunderful, whatever. 
All right. Did you become closer to Kenya after the last year's reunion? Um, when for the first time ever in the history of the show, the reunion turned physically violent. I was embarrassed and mortified watching a grown woman be pulled from her seat by her hair by another grown woman and dragged across the floor was a wake was a wake up call. This was way more than what I signed up for. So imagine my surprise when all my castmates ran to the aid of the person who initiated the physical assault. It really disturbed me that no one seemed concerned about Kenya. You need to rewatch the reunions and the... <laughs> I felt that the only humane thing to do was to go check on Kenya since literally no one else did. Well, we knew she was going to, she was okay. After leaving Portia's, after leaving Portia's side, Candy also stopped to, to make sure Kenya was okay. And you should make sure she's okay, but we all saw how it started. Long story short, the chaotic turn of events was the catalyst that brought me and Kenya together. Let me take you back for a minute. When Kenya first joined the group, she bumped heads at my Jet Beauty of the Week casting. Remember Coochie Crack? Coochie Crack! Coochie Crack! She came and showed out, but eventually apologized to me. A couple of times, a couple of times, actually. That was our first one. That was our first, that was our first. That was our one and only blow up, and we have been fine ever since. We were we were never tight, but we never had an issue anymore. I treated her the same as the other girls, but only close to Nini. After my fallout with Nini, I wasn't interested in being super tight with any of the ladies. I felt it would be better just to be cool with everyone going forward not have a bestie. Kenya and I did not start our friendship right after the reunion, but we did keep in touch mostly via text. Our friendship has grown organically over time. All right. Did you reach out to Nini or did Nini reach out to, to me after the reunion? No, the first time I've ever talked was during this season. How was your relationship with Peter improved? The first year of marriage was my first season on the show. I got married on the show and I was still learning how to, to juggle and adjust of being a wife and a reality personality. Five years later, I understand the hard and the hard. I understand how hard a new marriage can be, especially on a reality show. You have to be rock solid as people and as a couple because it will help you survive everything. If your foundation has a crack in it, then your house will eventually fall. Sidebar, I don't blame Nene for any issues that I had in my marriage. But you did. I put a lot of time and energy into that friendship. And now that it is gone, I have more time to put that energy into myself and my family. It's so weird. You should just, I thought you were more balanced. <laughs> Didn't you just tell us you were more balanced? I have always been supportive of Peter's business adventures. When Peter approached me about being 50-50 partner in the new Bar One Atlanta, although I seemed reluctant, I was actually very flattered. Bar One is, is a proven success. No, it's not. Which makes becoming a partner a smart business move. Uh, I'm on the fence. I don't normally like to mix business with pleasure, but in this case, 
Um, I will make an exception. Oh, I should make an exception. Did I reach out to Phaedra when I heard about the news about Apollo sentencing? Of course I did. Phaedra just told us no. I sent her a text sending my prayers where sending my prayers were with her and her family. And if she needed anything, I'm there for her. I chose to text Phaedra as opposed to calling her out of respect for her privacy. Phaedra has always shown how important her family is to her over the years. And I pray that it all works out in the end. All right. Last part of Cynthia's blog. Okay. We're, I was surprised by Nini's remarks towards me on Watch What Happens Live. Now, I did see this Watch What Happens Live, and it was the latest one with Nini and her Marilyn Monroe hair, right? The, all the blonde with the wig. Okay, wig. Um, okay, not not at all. That's who she is. It's the same, uh, it's the same old two-step. Embrace the people that are with you and try to destroy the people that are not. I have seen her do it to the other ladies on in the show, past and present. So although it was disappointing, it was no big surprise when she did it to me. There's there's no secret that Nini has gotten into it or fallen out at one time or another with most with mostly all of the ladies. My thing is this, I'm just so irrelevant. If I'm if I'm if I'm so irrelevant and you don't want you don't want to be in my storyline or should I say be in yours? Why spend so much energy talking about me? That energy could be put to better use, to better use looking for a decent wig and a more flattering makeup direction. Oh my goodness. So exactly what she says shouldn't do. She does. All right. Okay, our last blog, of course, is our girl, Nene. Hey, girl. I'm rich, bitch. Not yet, but I'm getting there, bitch. Nene. I was a rock for Phaedra. Nene Leaks opens up about how she supported Phaedra Parks during Apollo's sentencing. Hey, honey, season seven is on and popping. Just the way you like it, laugh out loud. Love me some Nini. All right, since last season, I've been very busy. I have been a very busy bee expanding my brand. I created an affordable luxury clothing line for every woman of every size and every age. These fabulous designs are available to you on hnn.com and in Canada at theshoppingchannel.com, sizes 2 to 24. Starting in 2015, I will add jewelry to the Nini Leaks collection. I also got an amazing call to be a part of Cirque du Soleil's humanity family as a mistress of sensuality, which we saw the rehearsal in the first season. Pilot, or not pilot, it's not a pilot, it's season seven. And the first episode. I was the first personality, in quotes, to join the Cirque du Soleil family in their 30 years of history. The chance to be a star, to star in a Vegas show is truly an honor. My company, Nene Leaks Productions, is hard working on producing some reality shows that I hope will come to life in 2015. I am in negotiations to purchase a glamorous business in Atlanta that I would like to expand to other cities to make women even more fabulous. Currently, I'm living out 
one of my dreams by starring in Cinderella on Broadway. Oh my gosh. See, see me in action on November 25th through January 3rd. You can also catch me in my fourth and final season as Roz on Glee. Wow, Nene girl, you go, honey buns. Um, as far as Phaedra and Apollo, I'm always sad to see a family and no matter who's right or wrong, I'm glad I can say I was a rock for a rock for Phaedra during this time and never judged her. You've judged her for the last six seasons. <laughs> I'm glad you're finally being nice. In fact, I'm fat. I'm glad you're finally saying, yeah, I did know you. Yeah, because we're from the same um, area of Atlanta. Oh, where am I at? This definitely should be an eye opener for her as well, because it's always the ones you never thought would support you that do. And the ones you thought would be there during rough times that always seem to magically disappear. Tune in next week to see old flaky friends pretend to twirl and blow with the wind while your girl continues to be the queen they wish they were. Awesome blossom. Stay fierce and fabulous, NeNe Leakes. Oh my gosh, NeNe Leakes is, I love her even more after reading her blog. She's hilarious. I'm loving all the girls. We've got a new girl coming. I just saw BravoTV.com just uploaded their graphic. Don't forget to check not only our Atlanta um, Housewife podcast, but all of our podcasts at yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast. Until next week, people, I can't wait to talk about next week's episode. Take care and stay fabulous. Bye. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows, from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Kardashians, MTV shows, I mean, so many at any point. We are covering 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts or our most favorite are live shows where we bring on your favorite reality TV stars and you get to ask them questions in real time. So check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. And of course, if you want to help support our shows, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or any of them. We have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media. Get your friends hooked. Tell them how much you love our stuff and make sure you're following us on social media because we're on like every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.